and going into the next thing that I want to talk about was how conservative people will say like having gay characters or pride things in kids shows is grooming, grooming them. Like they're going to turn out gay because there's gay characters on TV. Like, first of all, I only got straight media. Yeah. Still was gay. News alerts. I don't know why they get that. I'm gay. So they get a choice or. Yeah. What's up, y'all? My name's Leticia, and you're listening to Confessions from the Closet, a podcast all about vulnerability and overcoming. It's time we get ourselves unstuck from these boxes and these closets that we've allowed ourselves to be trapped in. We're so much bigger than these boxes we've been in. It's time we go deep, y'all. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another week of Confessions from the Closet. I got my wife back with me this week. I'm excited for tonight's episode. Today's. I guess it's today. We're filming at night, but I don't know. Whenever I release it. This week's episode. Um, Yeah. In case you haven't seen Dancing with the Stars, one of me and Amaya's favorite shows um, since she was like three and she's ten and a half now. Mm -hmm. Had their first. Yeah, we've been watching it forever. And now Paula's super into it like Amaya was. (laughs) dancing and all the things um they had their first same sex duo this this year on this season's episode i know season 30 i know so that was something i wanted to touch on did you know that before i didn't know i I know you tell me I had seen that she was going to be I on knew dancing Jojo with the stars was i think they might have kept it i guess gonna uh, be on apparently it was out that she was going to have a same sex partner but I didn't know that till we were watching it. I was like, what? Um, So, yeah, we're going to talk about that and some other people who've come out this year and um, the yucky side of conservative humans in this world and their bigotry and their closed-mindedness. So, yeah. So, if you want to hear about all that, stick around. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, like, share this video, comment on other topics you'd like us to cover because that helps us. Um, but I'm excited about this because this is kind of, it's about damn time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, as we were saying, Jojo Siwa, um, she came out in June, I believe. If you don't know who Jojo is. It was this year? Yeah. She just came out Jeez. a couple months ago. Um, I was actually, like it was so long ago. Uh, it feels like it's well, well we, since we started June, talking we've had about a lot it of stuff with uh, Matt and Tina. Mm-hmm. And so since June, we've had a long, it's been a, it's been yeah. a year since June for us. Um, so it lost us, I guess. Uh, so I remember you were asleep. Like I have trouble sleeping. So usually Mario like see me and I'm like on my phone, like under the sheets trying to get myself. I know it wakes you up, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm trying to read stuff or like think about, you know, whatever I've been thinking about. I just, maybe if I research it, then my brain will stop and I'll go to sleep. But anyways, I was on TikTok and I'm like scrolling through and all of a sudden Jojo Siwa is on my TikTok, like for you page. And I'm like, what the hell is, what side of TikTok have I gotten on? <laughs> you know, Cause they have the algorithms uh-huh. and all. So might have been on my phone. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why is Jojo on my TikTok? Like I'm a grown woman, you know, she's 18, 34. Uh, and then I like saw the girl that was dancing with her and I immediately like ran to the comment section and I was like, what is happening? And then everyone was like, did everyone run to the comment section? Why did Jojo show up on my for you page? This isn't lesbian TikTok or something. And then we like all like, as you're reading the comments, you start to figure out like, she's trying to tell us without telling us. And then sure enough, like right before that, right after that, she had actually come out, but I was like, dying to wake you up to tell you oh my god jojo's gay like you know which makes Jeez. sense with all her rainbows all these years everyone's like she's a walk-in pride flag makes sense but um yeah so i was excited that that happened and then now she's on dancing with the stars and she is with jenna johnson who's married to val if you're a fan of the show and i love jenna i think she's, she's awesome sweet. she's a great dancer she's a yeah. super sweet person as far as the show shows us, I don't Mm -hmm. know her, but, um, she's her partner. And I just, I was so excited 
Because I didn't know. I was just surprised all four of us were sitting there. I mean, Paula doesn't know the difference, but, yeah. Um, you know, there was one point where she's like, JoJo's like, who's the dude? And she's like, you obviously, like, meaning, which is like where language does need to change, who's leading? And mm-hmm. JoJo was leading, and she did amazing. Got the top score. Oh, man, she killed it. Jenna slipped on her dress, and JoJo, like, picked her up, like, caught her, and they kept going. Like, it was amazing. And, um... As a lesbian and as a mom, the more representation there is in media that's not like super adult content mm-hmm. that Amaya gets to see has always been something I love because she's like, oh, there's someone who looks like my mom's or there's a family that looks like mine. Like The Fosters mm-hmm. was a show we all watched together. And there was some like more teenage content. And obviously our daughter, she still closes her eyes when people kiss on screen and she's 10 and a half. But, um, you know, it's two moms and they were adopting all these kids and they had their, one of their own biological kids. And to watch that show with Amaya was special because it was like, that's what your family looks like minus all the extra kids. But that looks like (laughs) my family. And, um, I don't know for me, it's always been something. I know the flies back y'all. Shit. (laughs) 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 Awesome. You, in case you haven't noticed, we t- figured out how to dim the light this week. If you're watching on YouTube, last week I edited and realized how we were like Smurfs on the camera. I apologize yeah. if it was bothering your eyes as much as it was bothering mine. But we figured out we can put it down. We have a dimmer and a remote. Much better this week. Still have not mounted it. That's coming. Still not done. Yes. But um, yeah, the fly's back. Sorry. Um, I don't know how did how did you feel like. Even just talking about the Fosters and having something like that to share with Amaya. Um, I think it's important and for her to see things that are just not the mom, dad, everywhere that you see. Mm-hmm. To know that it is normal. People are loving. Yeah. And... I mean, she she does get to see that because we do have other gay yeah. couples that are in our circle, but to see it to more, see it more on TV, yeah. yeah. Well, even thinking about that, like, and going into the next thing that I want to talk about was how conservative people will say, like, having gay characters or pride things in kids shows is grooming, We're grooming them. Like, they're going to turn out gay because there's gay characters on TV. Like, first of all, I only got straight media. Yeah. Still was gay. News alert. I don't know where they get that. I'm gay. So they get a choice or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but grooming, just the word in itself, not meaning cutting your hair, is to prepare someone like a pedophile does. To prepare them and to build trust so that you can go and sexually abuse them. They're going to trust you and then you can, you've groomed them to trust you. And then you're going to get them into that relationship and you're just going to keep building that trust. And that's where those pedophile relationships begin. This is where that mistranslation in the Bible has screwed us so much because where the word was meant to mean pedophile, they put in homosexual. Being gay or trans or bi or queer does not equate to being a pedophile. Most of them are white straight males. 
And so that's where it's like just that mistranslation Mm -hmm. has made people relate us being in the LGBTQ community to being pedophiles. So when you see an LGBT person on TV, you immediately think or grooming them to be gay. Well, no, you tried to groom me to be straight, but I didn't turn straight, I guess. I don't know. That's just, it's one of those things that really pisses me off still. I see. Because I'm not a pedophile. Yeah. I think pedophiles deserve death, like, and torture. Not grace, by any means. You don't hurt children. I've said this before. You don't. But for us, as a two-mom family, like I said, getting to see those representations for our kids, Mm -hmm. it lets them know, yeah, we're not the only ones. And as a kid, I wish I would have seen stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's great. Then, I mean, how many is there really? Jeez. Oh, I, I looked up on the, um, what's it? The, it's not very many gay characters. The I know. Nielsen TV Shit, I gotta Google, review. Uh, lesbian movies. Yeah. Uh, do we have and any new like, ones on Netflix? <laughs> and they're all foreign. Foreign. You gotta read subtitles and the lips don't line up, which pisses me off. <laughs> I'm like, their words aren't right. They're speaking a different language. It drives me crazy. We're talking about normal movies, not adult film. Yeah. <laughs> type movies we want to see just a chick flick. Yeah. With a lesbian character in the film. Yeah. But I read the Nielsen TV like review <laughs> thing that, remember, I've done those reviews and they send you cash. If you want some cash, you just do the reviews and send uh-huh. them in. They'll give you cash. But I read on there that there's, it's like 9% now. 9% of the 300 shows... There's 9% character representation. That's an LGBTQ character. It doesn't even mean they're like full-time cast member characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I read people, like, why do we have to have that representation in there? 90, 93% of us are straight, and we don't want to see that. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Go to hell. Like, I don't want to hear your nastiness. Like, you're uncomfortable with seeing that? You're uncomfortable... I saw straight people kissing in every film and I never understood why it didn't do anything for me. And then I saw two girls kiss in a film and I was like, holy shit. Okay. I get why I never felt the butterflies that everyone else watching the film with me felt like, cause I'm gay, you know, Mm -hmm. there wasn't enough representation growing up. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't. And, um, I don't know. I'm just tired of the bigotry. Speaking of bigotry, your guy that you wanted to talk about. There's some. Uh, you still haven't even talked about. What? The Nielsen review? What I about? No, oh, you want to keep talking about her? I just thought it could all go together. Um, no, just some things. I even knew there was a lot of backlash when JoJo came out. Remember, mm-hmm. we saw it in uh, Cotley. I'm probably saw it on the Emerald Moms group. Hello, this lesbian's in there. Um <laughs> it's just so annoying to read it. It drives me crazy because I'm like, are you not thinking about what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Are you not thinking about who you're hurting when you say that? Like, I'm just a person. I just happen to love a woman. Um, that's the only thing that's different about me. I love Jesus. I love my kids. I love people. I love kindness. Anyways, so many moms are like, oh, that's it. I'm not buying your merchandise anymore. And, you know, people were burning their, they were, burning their JoJo stuff. And I was like, first of all, you've already paid her for it, by the way. She's already <laughs> taking that check to the bank. Um, you were burning your own money. Yeah. Good job. It's like the Dixie Chicks thing all over again. Like, okay, oh, they said something you so don't agree with. Freaking nuts. Um, they burn every jersey. Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, but when she came out, I just had read that you know, she did go on there a couple days later and she had so much positive feedback, but then she read all the stuff from like all these moms. Cause she, her fan base is kids mm-hmm. and she's a very positive role model and she's very energetic, which can get on your nerves, but she's positive mm-hmm. and I could use some of that. And, um, even in her interview when they were doing like the pre dance interview on dancing with the stars, she was just like, I just want kids from seeing this. Mm-hmm. to feel confident enough to be who they are, who their true selves are. And I'm, I'm misquoting this, but 
even me as a 34 year old, who's been married to you for eight years, I was like, yeah, I want to feel that way too. Like I want to be confident enough to be mm-hmm. my truest self. Cause I know I've said, and she's not even saying being your gay self. Gay self. She's, she's saying being you, be you, who you are, how, how you like to dress, what you like to wear. Um, yeah, what people forget that, you know, what your favorite hobby out. is. Mm-hmm. Not, I want all the kids that follow me to be gay. That is not what she's ever said. That's not what I've ever said. Yeah. That's not what any of us in this community are trying to say. We want you to be free to be you. We also want respect and kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one thing I had read that she said was, I don't want to be a role model for people who think being gay is wrong. I don't need those people in my corner. And I was like, man, that's good. And even when she came out, I listened to another interview she did. And she said, I wasn't concerned about coming out to the public. That wasn't scary because 50% of people are going to like you. and 50% aren't whoever that is. I was concerned about the 10 closest to me in my circle and whether they were going to accept me or reject me. And that like hit me. Cause I'm just like, no matter what it's true. Will Smith says it. You can't please everyone. This is a sure way to mm. fail. 50% will like you and 50% will not. And so when she came well, out, it's probably even a higher number that don't like you. It's oh yeah. Like 80, 20, but right. Who cares about oh, yeah. any well, of it? Well, when she came out, all those moms who dumped her, hello, the whole LGBTQ community picked her up. I'm like, I'll go buy your stuff and give it mm. to people. Like if my eyes want to wear it, she's a little mm-hmm. twenty with that little rainbow bow. Yeah. Not all short hair. Not cute. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm just like, you know, these moms are burning their own money. Yeah. Target's given her a new line. Walmart's got a new line with her. She's worth but $20 million. You, dollars. Moms, are you missing the message that you should be telling your kid is love yourself? She, yeah. Be you. Yes. Love people. Yeah. Encourage people to be themselves. I yeah. mean, that one thing about her is. Bad. bad not one freaking thing mm-hmm. she is one of the most positive i've been reading interviews watching I mean, interviews obviously she's human but she her she her goal and how yeah. what she's trying to represent for people is love mm-hmm. people who love love that's me yeah and yeah. just i mean i get a little pissy and trauma i guess comes up i'm just like god this is stupid like it's Mm. stupid to treat people that crappy and to not think about what you're saying Mm -hmm. because of who she loved and for her being honest with the world to help others be honest um i'm just like and high five to her parents who raised her to be herself Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and obviously supported her and yeah her, I watched the interview with her mom. Huge. Yeah. And they Dancing with the Stars gave oh. her the choice. Did I tell you this? No. They gave her the choice. They asked her to be on the show, and she said yes right away. But mm-hmm. she didn't read the part where it says, we would like you to be, have a female partner, but we want you to do what's comfortable. So if you want a male partner and go the traditional way, we'll support that. <laughs> and she was like, absolutely, female partner. How great is it to make history happen and how many people get to see that? And it will help them. And that's the whole point is, I mean, we were talking before this. I was like, I think seeing more representation as a kid on TV and just normal roles, just everyday roles, teenager roles, kid roles that are about their sexuality because Mm -hmm. it is a thing. I'm sorry, if you're going to say that's grooming, like, when did you have your first kiss? Okay. Most people will say like third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. I was 17, 16, 17. I don't know. I was old. I mean, it was a boy. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I I wasn't a sexualized being. Yeah. I, I was terrified. Yeah. Um, I have even said, like, even when I came out, I was so scared. Or when I was knowing that I was gay, I wanted to kiss my friend. But I was scared, like, lightning would strike down. I was, there you are in hell for a kiss. Um, mm-hmm. So, so, you know, it's like people saying, oh, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a little girlfriend? Like, that's sexual. To ask a five-year-old, do you have, that's sexualizing them. Like, do you not see this? It's, that's what we're doing as a society, saying that to them. Mm-hmm. But because we have a little lesbian character on a Nickelodeon show or something, that's grooming. 
Because they, your kid, if your kid is not gay, they're not going to be gay. Yeah. And if your kid is not straight, they're going to probably try to be straight if you're not an accepting parent and very religious. Um, <laughs> no, I'm getting worked up. <laughs> so I just, I mean, I just think if I would have seen that as a kid, I would have been like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's me. Mm-hmm. You know, how much, how much depression and suicidal attempts would it have saved me from? Mm-hmm. How many kids who have committed suicide and succeeded would still be here if they yeah. had more representation to see? Like, I am not so broken. Sad. I am. People forget about that or don't even. Yeah. There might only be it. 7% of they us. They want to be focused on hate. Yeah. But we're here. Yeah. queer get used to it now well, um, god made us all god made us all we're all made in his image and to say that we're not is to not know god because i'm sorry <laughs> it's just i know yeah he made zero mistakes zero not one mistake we've been around forever it's just now in the media because media is everywhere Instead her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm really, I'm proud of Dancing with the Stars. I'm proud of JoJo. I'm proud of Jenna. I'm, as a mom who's been watching the show with Amaya for eight years, and we've been watching it since we've been together, um, I'm proud of that show. I love it more than I ever have. And that's saying a lot. And I hope she wins. Oh, yeah. She got my vote. I voted. I was like, I'm voting. It's a very good show. It's such a good show, and um, it's positive. It's interesting. Course yeah. music, dancing. Yeah, what can you not love? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very thankful as someone who's doing a podcast, trying to put more representation out as a gay Christian who is married to a woman, and Jesus is the center of our marriage. And I'm just trying to represent that we do exist as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm proud to see this on such a big stage. And uh, if you've watched Dancing with the Stars, like even the male and female, just the normal couples, like they do like some of those dances and it's very sexual. Mm -hmm. Um, But this dance, it was just, it just reminded me of being like a kid, like a teenager when you're figuring that out and the puppy love and that, those butterflies it was just sweet. It was innocent. It was it was awesome for me to watch. I don't know. I'm like definitely a JoJo Siwa fan now. Good for you, JoJo. It's on to football, the NFL. <laughs> Carl Nassib. You know yeah. talk about him? Well, just. Yeah, he's another one that just came out recently in June. Mm-hmm. Happy and Pride. I'm a huge football fan, of course. Cowboys fan. Cowboys, she bleeds blue and silver, y'all. Mm-hmm. She bleeds blue and silver, y'all. I'm single during football month because she's obsessed. <laughs> I hate football season. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's not as bad as it used to be. You've t- you've toned down a little bit. Like that, I think. Oh, my hair swollen. No, that fly. Oh, damn fly. I'm not going to hit the sign again. Oh, yeah. So, um, he was the first openly gay okay. guy to come out in the NFL. Currently playing. playing. Yeah. While playing. And I found this happened in June. And he's gotten um, a lot of positive um, things that they're posting in the media. I mean, obviously, I got heated about it because um, someone on Facebook went off about about the fact that what what did he say? I wrote it down. They said this is good for our kids. Wow, what is the NFL coming to? And I was like, really? Because they talked about it in like a part of the game, right? Yeah, it showed a highlight of his his coming out um, thing, which was it was very brief. It was pretty much saying. Um, that he is openly gay and this is who I am. This is who I am. And then donated a hundred thousand dollars to the Trevor project. And, and that it wasn't about that. Hopefully that 
it shouldn't be a highlight like that. Like it didn't have, it shouldn't have to be. That we have to come out. Yes. That it should be, you know, normal. And yes, he did donate a um, hundred thousand to the Trevor project, which is a suicide prevention. Yes. For LGBTQ. Yeah. A nonprofit focused on uh, suicide prevention. Which is huge. Because LGBTQ people are, what is it? I don't remember the percentage. I think you... More likely to commit suicide yeah, one attempt. five. Than their straight counterpart. Mm-hmm. Teenagers or whatever. Yeah, which is terrible. I yeah. mean, and this is coming from someone who has tried. And I know that's why. It's just hard to accept myself. And hear the narrative that you can't be gay and Christian. Yeah. It's, uh, it's annoying, but I was, you know, watching a lot of the interviews and there's some really good, um, interviews about his coming out Mm -hmm. and, you know, the foot, like his teammates, it wasn't one bad thing, you know, publicly spoken, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know, but everyone is really sweet to him and accepting and, I mean, he's, his career was, he's a great what did player. I tell you, he, his contract was, like, huge, like, yeah, it's millions. A, I forgot what it was. It was three-year contract for $25.25 million. Yeah, so he's obviously and good at what he so does. He's a defensive in for the Las Vegas Raiders, which I'm not a Raiders fan, but I do have a friend that is, and I'm excited to talk, talk ask him about it because he comes into my store. Um. Yeah, um, college, he played for Penn State. He was an All-American Honors as a senior in 2015. He was also drafted by the Cleveland Browns in the third round in 2016. He also played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, um, yeah, there, nobody's talking about that. No, they're just focused on the fact that there's... A gay person playing football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Facebook post pissed me off. I read some of the comments. Well, because I, I, the guy that said it is a, a big, um, was he a music producer for gospel uh, rap? That white guy. Yeah, that sounds super racist. I apologize. Yeah, he's a. a rap I wouldn't gospel. have thought that by seeing the picture. Singers. Anyways, for a local church here music production, whatever thing, but he goes on saying about this and that it's a sin. And I mean, this post got 183 comments. Well, most of the people were like, you need Jesus. You're representing the wrong gospel. Like there's nothing wrong with him. There was still a lot of hateful people that were like trying to throw in scripture and, and this, but. It's just crazy how you can just see that. Like, first of all, if your kid is watching football and he sees this, you might question it, but that's your opportunity to to talk about it. Mm -hmm. What if he's been wanting to tell you that he's gay? Mm -hmm. And scared to. Now more scared. Yeah. Because of what you said. And now what you've said is probably going to, and not just for that person, but just in general. Yeah. Like. We both heard our parents say hateful yeah, stuff about. My mom gagged when Arizona kissed Callie on Grey's Anatomy. And, and I growing was, up, I was in college like, when that happened. Yeah, I mean, I've heard both my parents it say me. some horrible things, and it just kind of makes you want to s- stuff it in a little bit longer yeah. and hide it. And, Definitely have to hide this. Yeah. Yeah, and like, oh shoot, I'm not saying nothing about that. And mm-hmm. yeah, instead of just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Good for them. They're being themselves. Yeah. Like, he's a great football player. Look at him. He's successful. Yeah, he's does, happy. He's kind. Does that mean that you're... None of that matters, though. No. Just the gay part. Yeah. And that's stupid. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I know. God, piss me off. Like, again, when did you choose to be straight? You didn't. Neither did I. Yeah, but you're fine watching them Them cheerleaders and... and oh, yeah. And... They're barely and clothes. And bathing suits or bikinis and 
Well, you don't have a problem with that. You don't that's have a problem with your, with your kid watching that either. Mm-hmm. Because that's all, all over the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're sexualizing women, too. Yeah. That's okay, though. Mm-hmm. But a gay man talking about that he's is out, which is, he specifically says, I'm not doing this for attention. I'm a very private guy. He held it in for 15 years. Yeah. He had, you know, he was a very good player. He is. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And how dare you talk about him like that? That being the NFL sexualizing yeah. stuff. I was like, doesn't mean it's a good point. Yeah. The cheerleaders on the sideline, the dancers, yeah. the halftime shows. The halftime the... shows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's all okay. That's Let's all take okay. a picture. Well, Someone's take a picture with a half said, naked yeah. cheerleader. Like, yeah. uh, no. I would tell you, uh, no, you got me. You don't need to take a picture of that half-naked woman. Here I am. I'm your wife. I have one rule. You're not allowed to go to strip clubs. That is my only rule. That's like the only, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not. I'm not a sexual being in that way. I'm not this pervert. But to make it about this guy being gay, mm-hmm. sexual, the NFL sexual, like, do, have you let your son take a picture with the NFL cheerleaders? Barely wearing clothes? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's fine. I'm not judging if you do, but, like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that because he wasn't being sexual, but it's not like they put him on screen making out with his boyfriend or something. Yeah. Like, no, he just, they shared that he came out and he had support and he's still an amazing football player. He's still the same freaking guy. And how brave of him. Yes. And I loved what that interview you said. It's like, we're oh, all gonna, saying, I'm like, gonna, how brave of him. I'm going to have you post a clip of that. And I'm not a fan of Stephen A. Because, he, one, he's a, he hates the Cowboys. So he's always talking shit. And I watch a lot of football work. Uh, well, listen to NFL it. Work. But that interview, I was like, wow. Yeah. He's like, we shouldn't be calling them courageous. It shouldn't have to be a thing for us. Yeah. We shouldn't have to come out. And it's like we've said before, you come out over and over and over. You have to continue yeah. to come out. How many times are we asked, are we sisters? Or your sister did good on stage. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's my wife. That is coming out again. That is putting ourselves at risk. Are they going to reject us or accept us or tell us we're wrong? What are they mm-hmm. going to do when I say that's my wife? You know, we don't know. I'm getting less and less concerned about it because I'm like, I got years of pent up anger. I wish someone would. Stop. But again, I don't know how I would react. I'm just saying, like, I'm just like, oh, I need to get this for my wife. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of, like, being afraid. And I shouldn't be afraid. But it's the world we live in still. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I, I know that fly is really annoying. I hate that it's still such a thing. And because we're in the church and we do have a lot of conservative people around us. So, I mean, we're pretty conservative just as who we are, you know, um, we see a lot of that on our social media and, you know, it, it does bother me. I have to remind myself, like, it's not worth the fight. It's not worth Getting on there and like spewing your speech, like it's just not worth it. It's mm. not worth my time. It's not worth my anger. Um, it bothers me. It hurts me, but it's not worth. It's just like just move on. Because there's been some posts uh, lately that's like totally against trans people, and it's it just bothers me. It's like you don't have to throw something else under the bus to like prove your point. You know, you can just say your point. You don't have to put someone else down to mm-hmm. get to your point. You just say your point. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah. I mean, the other person that we were talking about was, you know, country music is very conservative. And I love me some country music. I mean, we're from the South. Uh, but TJ Osborne came out in February from Brothers Osborne. And he was like, he had been out to his family and his friends for years. And so, like, he just felt like he had to because of the platform he was on. Mm-hmm. And um, but he was like, I'm not ashamed of it. I've never hidden it. It's just. How old is he? 
I don't know, probably thirties. I don't know his actual age, but, um, to, I remember because all of a sudden I saw a commercial of Reba, like so proud of you and support you. And it was like, all of a sudden, you know, countries mm-hmm. welcoming and, um, inclusive and even Miranda Lambert. I didn't know that she has a gay brother and she just did a remake of one of her songs, tequila, I think is what it's called. And had like her brother and all his friends come out and I was watching the video and they're like all like in part of the community and just dancing in the music video and having a good old time and you know She's like, I'm still learning things. And there's so many people that have said that just, I think, and this is always the point. It's like what Pastor Gerald said. If you don't understand someone, invite them over for dinner, break bread, drink wine, get to know them, get to know their story. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we share stories on this podcast is like, maybe if you hear more stories, you'll see that we've been misrepresented forever and ever and ever. And that we're just like on. y'all. Yeah, yeah. We're still being re- misrepresented. Um, but it's like, if you just take time to get to know some of us and love us, you know, yeah, just, that's always been our thing. Even when we came to the church is just love people and love and lead with love. And that's what's changed hearts. God through our love. Yeah. Um, not us trying to force any agenda. I used air quotes because that's also the common thing is oh they're pushing this agenda on it's like we don't have an agenda um representing you know being represented we are here we're in the world there's seven percent of the united states is lgbtq i think it's like seven and a half percent um we're here so we deserve representation in movies because we're part of everyday life you might not know because we're still scared some of us in certain situations you don't know how people react but that representation needs to happen and it's, it's, it's past due. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what did they say on the Carl Nassib had said, like for all the LGBTQ teens that are suicidal, if just one adult would be accepting and loving and affirming that can make such a huge difference on that kid deciding not to commit suicide. Yeah. Just one adult. In their lives. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would save lives. That's what I'm saying. The representation and media can do that as well. Because it's like, there are people like me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want to have to just watch movies that are just strictly like the outward, where it is just a gay show. Like, it's just a a bunch of the LGBTQ people. I love it. (laughs) But I do think... You know, because most of our friends are straight, straight Christians. Um, you know, like we're we're everywhere. <laughs> we're not just the group of the lesbians, like and we should be on all the shows. One of the characters doesn't mean it has to be all about sex or anything. I'm just saying just real things. Oh, I'm having trouble coming out to my family, like they did on Glee or like they did on Pretty Little Liars. Like when Santana comes out on Glee, her Hispanic grandma tells her to get out and disowns her. And that's very common in the Hispanic culture. Yeah. You are disowned, especially in the black community. You're disowned. Yeah. When Callie came out. Really good one. And she's like, her dad comes at her with the the priest and the scripture. And she's like, she starts quoting Jesus. And like, that's one of my favorite scenes. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. yes. What did Jesus ever say about us? He didn't say one word. Yeah. Not one. That, I mean, I follow Jesus, not Paul. I love Paul, but I follow Jesus. Yeah. He's the one who saved me. Anyways. Word. Word to your mother. Oh, that was a lot. I don't know. I'm thankful to get to, like, see stuff changing. And it is hard to, like, let go of the anger and the hurt. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, think about how hard it was for us to come out. These people are coming out to millions of people. 
Yeah, JoJo Siwa has like 27 million followers on TikTok, something like that. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, and like nine. They're going to receive a lot of hate. Way more. I mean, publicly, probably hate mail, all of that stuff. Yeah. By the thousands, millions, maybe. Oh. Why are we so still so concerned about the LGBTQ community and relating us to pedophilia when we're not, um, instead of concerned about actual pedophiles <laughs> like why is that the thing yeah. that as christians or believers whatever we're gonna call us why is that the thing i mean it's a mistranslation you, all you got to do is just read it in its context culture okay. time again 1946 documentary kathy baldock lots of research done it's all there um it's not fiction it's facts one thing I've, I've been reading, I love to read books. If you don't know this about me, I love reading like memoirs and self-help, self-development, all those books. Uh, I just love learning and I love reading books about people who I want to be, be like, you know, Glennon Doyle, Jay Shetty, Tony Robbins, all these amazing leaders and thought leaders and voices and life coaches. I, I, that is goals, mm -hmm. you know? And so I love reading those books. That's why I spend a lot of time doing that. And uh, I've been reading Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk. He was, if you don't know him, he has the Jay Shetty podcast on purpose, I think is what it's called. Um, and he was a monk for three years. And then one of his older monk guys had told him, I think you would benefit the world more if you weren't a monk and you went out into the world. And so he's written this book about how to think like a monk. And it's either you think from your monkey brain or you think from your monk brain and your monkey brain is like chaos. And, uh, one of the parts where it's like talking about forgiveness and forgiving people, you can forgive people conditionally, but you want to get to the part where it's like unconditional forgiveness. And, um, one of his clients was working through her forgiveness and she had to go, you sometimes go and forgive people like from your past, from your childhood. Cause that's where most of our trauma happens, mm -hmm. our inner child. And she had to forgive her grandma because her grandma never liked her. And then she learned that her grandma didn't like her mom. And that's why she treated her poorly. And she said, I was always worthy of love and I was always worthy. Something was wrong with my grandma. And in that moment that I read that, I was like, I was always worthy and I was always worthy of God's love, but something was broken in the church, not me. And it just like saying that to myself in that way, like, I forgive you, mm -hmm. the people who were in the church that hurt me. Like it was the system and the indoctrination that still is broken in a lot of places, mm -hmm. not me. And as a child, I believed I was broken and I'm still like, I have tears. I'm still working through that trauma as an adult who's happy. Oh yeah, but there's there's pain that I, I I know if I do work through that trauma, mm -hmm. like I can be more who I'm supposed to be than if I just eh, it's fine, stuff it down because that's real and that's in me. And then if someone says something where I'm like, oh, I wish someone would say something, well, that's going to come from my inner trauma, not from what they're saying. It's going to mm -hmm. come from a wound that's been there for years. Mm -hmm. And Lord help you, <laughs> Lord help you if I'm not healed when you there. say that. Um, <laughs> Because I will lose my shit. I've experienced that. I have a lot of stuff in my head and I read a lot and I feel a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for what I said when you spoke. Um, but it just really like flipping that. I was always worthy of love and worthy of God's love and made in his image. The church. Worthy of good friends. Yeah, it was broken. Just worthy of good friendships, yeah. real friendships. And... I think that that's a big one too that me mm -hmm. yeah i don't know I, I know a lot of people have a problem with like oh different religions like i honestly and i don't care but this is what i feel is that we could learn from every different type of religion we could learn some really good stuff and i think that at the end of the day me and my friend have said this who we could get to heaven and we're all there muslims buddhists Jews, Christians, Catholic, you know, Christians, Catholics, whatever. We all are Christians. Oh, the whole point because of all I think is we're, all we're all made worshiping the same God. We call him by a different name, but all we see are our differences and not our similarities. 
And I think of the Tower of Babel in the Bible where like they were all speaking the same language and they're going to build a tower to heaven and God's like, I got to fix it. And so he makes them all start speaking different languages and mm-hmm. the ba- they fall. Tower of Babel. I mean, we speak different languages in our religions, but we have commonalities. And for the Buddhists, it's like love and acceptance. If it isn't about love, you don't speak. The monks are known to be quiet, but it's because they're thinking about what they're going to say. And if it's not going to bring goodness or life, then don't say it. And how much could we learn from that? Facebook, hello. If it's if what you're saying is not bring bringing <laughs> life or encouragement, yeah. then don't speak. For sure. Um, it's like if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like, but but you have to think about that. Like, you have to train yourself because mm-hmm. we live in a world of negativity. It's all around us. Oh. Division. I train myself every day at work. I know. I don't know how you do it. I try at home. I've been oh, hanging right. up on you lately because I'll start complaining and I'm like, yeah. I gotta go. I'm complaining. I gotta stop. I and know. I just hang up because I have to silence myself because I'm really trying. I, I, I get overwhelmed yeah. and yeah, but I'm trying to catch myself. I just hang up on you. I feel, I'm like, I'm complaining. Bye. And it's really dramatic, but I'm really trying and it it's hard, but all that to say, like just the I, I was always worthy of love. And for you, whatever you, who's listening, whatever you've been through, whether you're straight or gay or whatever, whatever trauma that happened to you in your childhood, like I, ch- I ask you and I challenge you to go back, forgive that person or that institution and remind yourself you are and you always were worthy of love and acceptance mm-hmm. and greatness. Forgiveness is a big one. It's for That's you. <laughs> It's talked about so much. Yeah. It's for you. It is huge, but it is so healing once you get to that level. Mm -hmm. However you process it. Yeah. And then, like, I'm I'm saying all this, and I've been complaining about people who are being very bigoted and closed-minded about us being grooming. But it's like, look up the definition of grooming and look at the majority of the LGBTQ community. We're not pedophiles. Um, and I'm not saying all white, straight, cis men are pedophiles, but the majority, statistically, are. It's not us. So don't, I'm, I'm saying, I'm challenging you, and I can say it with anger because I get super, it's very touchy because I was called that for no freaking reason. Never done anything like a pervert. I'm not a pervert. Um, think about what you say. And who you're, there's bad seeds in every community, but don't let one bad seed represent a whole community because there's a lot more good seeds out there. And it's like, I mean, Madi's really good at this and he talks about people who've, you know, murdered people or people who are on drugs. And and it's like this, it's this, this spirit of it's demonic and it overtakes them because it's not that those people are bad people. They got mixed up in, into this world um, that opened some doors that were, there is good and evil out there. And it's like it says, like, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities that rule this world. And that's demonic. Um, but it also says, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. So, that's, Mati's very good at reminding me that it's not people who are bad. It's just like the stuff we're dealing with or the stuff we've been exposed to and the brokenness even that we walk in sometimes. I don't know. She brings me back to down to earth a lot. <laughs> Good job. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. I don't know. I get I do get super heated but it's just like i just want people to understand and i don't know what other way to do that than with through my passion of like come on guys well there's kids out there still in the closet who hate themselves and if i can do anything to prevent them from ever trying to attempt or think about suicide that makes me passionate that drives me through the losses that we've been through to keep showing up here and keep finding new stories to talk about and keep pushing for change. 
Yeah. Um, one thing I think people have misunderstood about me, and I just kind of want to touch on this real quick, is especially in the LGBTQ, that's a lot of letters. I got to come up with something better. Community. Because so many of us have been hurt by the church that, like, I wouldn't want to talk to you or know your story if you are not practicing faith. And that is so far from the truth. Um, I understand why you would walk away from the church. I totally understand. And I don't judge you in that. Um, I know Jesus loves you. And I'm not saying that to offend you. I'm saying that because I believe it with my whole heart. I know he made you and he cares for you and he's right there with you. And he's not offended by your walking away. Um, but it doesn't bother me as far as I don't want to talk to you or something if you don't have faith. Because that's that's the opposite of what I know as faith and love and kindness is. Dude, you've been hurt. Of course you'd want to walk away. How many times have I wanted to walk away? Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about it last week. Like losing people made me question so many parts of my faith. Um, but it's also made me get really raw in my faith and vulnerable. But yeah, I just, um, because I talk about Jesus so much and I love the Lord and talk about faith a lot, like I want to also just voice that. Like, I don't care if you've walked away from the church. It doesn't, it's not weird to me. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. And those stories I want to share, too, you know, because they're real and it happens and I think they're important. Um, but, yeah, I know Jesus loves you. He's not hurt by your pain or your walking away. He's just not. He's still there waiting. So, yeah, <laughs> that's all. I've been thinking about that a lot today. But, um. There's no that shame. probably for somebody. Yeah, there's no shame in that. And uh, if you need to talk, we're here. Anyways, it's late. Yes. And I got to finish packing. It's iPhone launch tomorrow. iPhone launch. If you haven't ordered your iPhone, today's sponsor <laughs> is my wife. No. Switch over to AT&T. Tomorrow. Call AT&T. And Stop. order a phone for money. Anyways. Until next time. Have a great one. Thanks. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to my mom's podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, turn on the notifications, and give this video a big thumbs up. Also, thanks for your comments and your feedback. Hey guys, thanks. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. Oh gosh.